Another fucking WA. Are we off or, are we, off or are we on? Oh, I don't know. Who We're knows? Who knows? Either way. We pretty much got to move to WA at this point as well. I know. Because every fucking interview we do, and they're two and a half hours behind. So it's yeah. like... There's midnight here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. USA while we talk to these guys, while the sun's still up, as you can see, in the back of uh, Matt's car. Yeah. Well and truly down here. Who was the last first venue you guys did? We did uh, Patient 67. Yeah. Um, oh, and we did a comedian. And we as well, did a actually. comedian from Perth yeah. as well. So yeah. it's not that many, really. But, but yeah, yeah, either way, this week... We are joined by Perth Boys Sedative. So thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks for having us. So we Thank got uh, Matt, the the vocalist. We got the both guitarists. Are you, who's lead? Who's who's not lead? You both, both just leading it up. Bit of each. We do leads and rhythms, both of us. Yeah, yeah okay. Better guitar. <clears throat> nah, no, nah. Saggy, like uh, Saggy. Saggy sounds like a rhythm guitarist name, though. Yeah, it does, for yeah. sure. That for mo, sure. the mo name combo is the fucking most rhythm guitar shit of all time. But yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, bassist that got upgraded to rhythm. Guitar, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Nah, I, I don't own a bass, but um, yeah. I mean, I pretty much do. I do have the eight string Ormsby here, which is kind of the same thing, really. Oh, so you're the, the one that played the, the Ormsby. Yeah. We yeah. actually point, we actually pointed that out in the action because I've got I've got I did say that, well. yeah. yeah, yeah, fucking good guitars, They're good man. stuff for sure. Mm. They just mm. look fucking sick as well. Yeah, I love the which is the reason heads. I bought it to be honest. Yeah, yeah, fucking oath. <laughs> the fish fucking hook fucking end on it is. Oh uh, yeah, you could catch a fucking big shark with that. Yeah. <laughs> a riff yeah, shark. Um, so, boys, obviously, we uh, yeah, we just really want to dive in and have a little chat about your own sort of musical journeys that have led you to the absolute fucking heavy monstrosity that is sedative. Uh, so, whoever wants to jump in first, uh, tell me where it all began. Did you pick up a guitar when you were seven? Um, you know, what's sort of your your history with music that's led you to this point? You talking yeah, about like. On individual levels, or yeah, on individual yeah, yeah. Levels, we want to know. Yeah. We want to unpack the band, my man. So we got you seven go, hours to play with here. So we got plenty oh, of time. Yeah, nah, nah. man. I've been playing in bands since I was fifteen. Fuck. Um, I, I played drums for the first like ten years of my musical career. Okay. Um, and I've been playing drums since I was about eight years old, and uh, just. I'm a bit too much of an egotistical flog, so I decided to be a vocalist. Oh, classic <laughs> And vocalist. also just got tired of carting that shit around as well. Oh, yeah, bro, I did yeah. my time carting drums in and out. You know, I yeah. do fuck all now. Now I'm it's like carting the... Up. So much yeah. easier to put that mic back in a fucking Carting the microphone around's enough the now. Down, bro, bro, I'm carrying my phone and that's about it, my dog. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, and so any, uh, any like, name-worthy bands that you were in before, before Sedative? Um, well, actually, to attribute to attribute as part of the like the band's journey, Raf and I have actually kind of been in bands together for uh, probably about over ten years now. Raf and I have been playing together, and one of our like more prominent ventures into music was a band called Winterfold, which was um you know early twenty tens kind of um kind of melodic hardcore. We we did a fucking a fair run around Australia here and there and yeah, had a, killer. A, a decent following behind us, yeah. Fucking oath. W- Winterfold, hey? Yeah, Winterfold. Winterfold. Oh, Winterfold. Yeah. Oh, killer. Yeah. Fucking oath. Yeah. Fucking oath. What about you, uh, Saggy? Was it Soggy? Nah, so Saggy. my first band was Sedative. Okay. So wow. um, I joined the band, would have been around March, I reckon. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, straight into it. Yeah, Scott's, Scott's first show in a performing live band ever was 
on tour in Brisbane. <laughs> no wow. shit. Oh, That's cool, That's man. Crazy. Pretty cool. It was pretty cool. cool. And how'd it was a great go, chance. How'd you go, like, stage presence-wise and shit? Because that shit's not easy. Like, you know, you don't just... It's, it's not easy. Yeah. Um, no, you killed it. But it was it was relatively natural, to be honest. When, when the crowd goes as hard as they do, especially over in Brisbane and that kind of thing, some yeah. of our friends that are over there, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. Of dude. course, yeah. And uh, so obviously what's your journey with, with the guitar then? How long have you been playing for? When it, how did you pick it up? I'd say it's only been a three or four year thing, to be honest. Okay. Um, fuck yeah. That gives me hope, man, because I've been telling this yeah. motherfucker yeah. that he's going to start teaching me guitar. I was a drummer, very average drummer for a few years, but never in any bands, but I've always said I want to learn how to play guitar. But like the yeah. mountain of it has always kind of like stopped me. But you saying three or four years and maybe, I, maybe say, I've got The thing is you join a band we only play four frets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And one of those frets is an open string, which is the most played yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. zeros and ones. That's zeros and ones. Technical shit here, my dog. <laughs> what about you, Raf? Uh, what's your what's your journey kind of been like around um, music and bands? Obviously, you've played with you with Matt, but yeah, no, pretty similar story to Matt. I've been playing for like ten plus years in bands in Perth. Uh, first picked up a guitar when I was maybe fourteen or so. I played a bit of piano before that and then oh, played yeah. acoustic guitar and then jumped on electric guitar. Our first band was It All Ends Here. Yeah. We played some HQ shows back in the day, back when like Savior and Make Them Suffer were just getting started. Yeah, like no shit. 10, over 10 years ago. And then, yeah, played with Matt in Winterfold yep. for a while. And then we're in some other smaller bands together, and Raf and I have been up in about, like five bands together. Five wow. bands, yeah, right. Awesome. Two different styles as well. Yeah. yeah so, what what kind of styles like a... were you going through? Were they always heavy, or did you go pop punk, or what was no, that? Not at all. We played we played like emo music at one point. Yeah. Um, Fuck yeah, dude. Like Winterfold was like melodic hardcore. We played straight up like emo music in a band called closet space oh that's played, a fucking emo that name is such we played like hardcore hardcore in a band called left face which raff was in for a little bit of time yeah um we played yeah. in like the pre the predecessor to sedative which was called grenade rain which is just like a little bit a little bit heavier more metal corey um kind of thing we, we, yeah. we've done it all together man grenade rain kind of reminds me of acacia strain yeah that's yeah um, that's, yeah similar vibe Similar um, vibe, yeah, okay. And that, uh, and so who's who? Who are we missing tonight? What's who's who's not here? You got Ryan on the bass. Yeah, he's around here somewhere, but not on the call. And then Nathan on drums as well. Yeah, fuck yeah. And are oh, they uh, like have you, have they from any of the former bands as well? How did they come into the fold to to make up Saturday? Yeah, so Ryan, Ryan, Raffy, and I have been playing together for probably about four years together. Yeah, uh, together now. Yeah. Uh, Ryan was in Grenade Rain with Raffi and I, and our and our drummer Nathan joined Grenade Rain towards it's like towards the very end of it. So he's been like obviously tailed on from Grenade Rain to Sedative. Um, yeah. And yeah, but yeah, pretty like Ryan, Ryan, Raffi and I have been like a pretty a pretty core unit for a good a good amount of years now. Yeah. yeah that's okay. Awesome, interesting. Man. So do you feel like then uh, now that Sedative is kind of going that you've still got uh, elements from Grenade Rain? Or is it uh, very much so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, the idea from Grenade Brain was to be stupidly heavy, and I think we've just kind of actually achieved that correctly this time now that we're in sedative. Like, we yeah. kind of just yeah. started again. We just wanted to fucking 
completely rebrand, fresh start ourselves, you know, give ourselves a complete clean slate from Grenade Brain. And I think we kind of achieved what we actually wanted to achieve from the start with Sedative instead of kind of fumbling around for a little while. Yeah. You do have a, you do have a, I guess to, we might as well just dive a little bit more into Sedative now, but we talked about this on the reaction. Like you guys aren't one dimensional though in any way in that, you know, I, oh, I cool. picked out uh, when I first checked you guys out and Ramilda Vane uh, picked it as one of my Song, Song of the, the Weeks, weeks. Uh, a few weeks ago. I did that, see that. Yeah, no. Um, no and, but that's, that's, a, that's very different than the one we did the reaction for, like, yeah. you know, in terms of the, yeah. the song. So, a bit more, more death for a bit more upbeat and fast paced. Yeah, mm. so uh, I think that's, uh, you know, is that something that you guys are trying to keep yourself a little bit free in terms of the, the sound of the band and not kind of pigeonhole yourself to that, say think, that sound? Um, I think, honestly, the the goal of this band is to be the heaviest band in Australia. Right. Okay. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. Like, all right, like, it, in whatever way that takes shape, that's all we're trying to be is just like uh, every now and then we hear it from someone from like a decent, a decent point of view that they, we're like referred to as one of the heaviest bands in the show. That's all I want, man. That's all yeah. We're fucking oath. Fucking oath. So, yeah. so, so in terms keep, of people guessing a bit as well. Yeah. 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 Oh like, yeah. Some different oath. songs in there, some blast beats and, uh, you'll notice on Death Romantic, there's a couple, couple different songs in there as well that uh, don't quite match the other ones. But yeah, I like to keep it a bit different sometimes. Yeah, and you got to test the waters because it's like, what? How many, how many songs in total have you released now? Ooh, I think we're at eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 11. yeah so basically, <coughs> an album's right. worth really. So you know, yeah. you're kind of still just testing the waters and finding out where you guys want to be as a band and what what you where the future kind of goes in terms of that sound. You know. Yes and no. I think we've tested the waters a fair fucking bit over the last ten years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's good to have that. Ex- it's good to have that experience though, and not have just been say one dimensional in the bands that yeah. you've been in trying to create the yeah. same sound over and over yeah. again. It's probably For good sure. that. Hey, I every now and then you need there. an emo chorus in amongst the absolute <laughs> fucking zero yeah. and one chaos, right? You know. You, I think these to- days with um with the position we're in, we're pretty direct and on the same page in what we're trying to do as a band. And I think we're, I mean, not to be arrogant, I think we're kind of nailing that at the moment. You know, we're definitely like, we're definitely doing what we want to do, you know? Yeah. And look, there's a short, like the thing (laughs) is, is that, you know, we need bands that still want to just go out there and be heavy as fuck. Mm. So we talked at the top. bands these days that want to appeal to the greater crowd and put claims in and shit. And no, we just, I, I don't got time for that, you know? And whilst I'm fucking mosh retired, I still get so excited about a band that I know is just going to fucking have windmill kicks flying left, right, and center <laughs> around the room. Like, oh, you know, there's pulled something... a number number of people out of mosh retirement though. So yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> I might have to get, <laughs> get down to see, see you guys <laughs> down in Adelaide. I'll fucking get a hip replacement. And we'll, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but that's you know, you need that man. You can't have uh, every band just like yeah, again, just trying to to create something that's gonna go big with the with the masses. When the reason that we love this shit, like we said, you know. The, the the Parkway's emergence and these bands, Thy Art is Murder, these bands that, that got that initial size, make them suffer, another good example, like, you know, they were heavy as fuck. Like, that's what uh, drew them, that initial yeah. cult following is not because it was fucking radio-friendly, it was because it was fucking mm. brutal. That's what But people... I think on the other side of the coin, unfortunately, that is, a, that is kind of what you do see a lot of today is, like, trend-hopping, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah Like a band absolutely. like... Perfect example is Alpha Wolf blew up doing doing Alpha Wolf, you know what I mean? Doing the screeches and the 
different approach to lyricism and shit like that and the aesthetic that they put across. Yeah. And for the next fucking two or three years, everyone just alpha wolf themselves. You know what I mean? It's yeah. such a yeah. it's such a trend hoppy culture. We really try and stay true to what we're trying to do. Yeah. And disregard the trends, you know what I mean? Just actually commit to just being stupid fucking heavy and that's all we want to yeah. do. Yeah. Because the last thing you want to do is then like start this band, put all this time and effort into it, and then not be true to yourselves and what you actually yeah. want to be and just sit mm. like and just make music for the sake of like trying to get a few more thousand plays. You so, know? Bro, so many new bands I see these days, every new band that comes out, like they, they put a song out and you could change their name to fucking dealer or fucking alpha mm. and it would it would fit in perfectly because yeah. they're just emulating what's been done before you know yeah yeah, yeah absolutely and how sure. many other bands are playing music that, that that is that fucking heavy with kappa tracksuits on that's what i want yeah. right right oh, oh, right and the fucking gang i was waiting for you to realize i was waiting for you to realize that it wasn't just ryan after seeing that in the reaction video yeah, yeah. i was waiting for you to yeah. go back and look at like every video and photo we've ever done. Like, yeah. it's just, yeah. where are you even getting Kappa these days, man? That's the, the right. like, is that? It is. From Savers, bro. They got like, they got the fucking like Savers, like Kappa section locked down. Like yeah. anything that comes in, they're like, fucking yeah. give it a year straight away. The like, band's like touring and fucking making, they're going to every op shop in the yeah, fucking city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just clearing out. That's what our tours rat. consist of. That's the only reason. Being, being in this band is such an expensive fucking, expensive venture, bro. Oh, like, no doubt. No doubt. Like, Keeping like fresh cafe clothes for like everything we do. <laughs> yeah. You're lose. never wearing the same outfit twice. Hey, oh, dude, we look at all our videos. Most of the time, we're actually wearing something different, and that's such a like that's actually such a flex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Is that have, has there been snap pants yet? Have you fucking unleashed the fucking cafe snap snaps? Pants, yeah. Yeah. Oh, snap shit. Pants, yeah. Fuck, yeah. dude, that's wow. amazing. We wow. did give a lot of love to the Gengar bucket. Yeah, I fucking so. love hey, that. For real. That's so many sick. people message us about that shit. I don't know why that in particular like grabbed on the people, but it's cool. Don't know. I think it's just like it's, really it's a it's a yeah. it's a bucket hat and on its own it looks cool. Like and then you it the if you don't realise it's Gengars, it already looks fucking yeah. cool. And then and that's when the you, thing, you don't realise straight away. No, nah, right. you're yeah. just like, we Oh didn't. that that bucket hat fucking is cool. And then you're like, yeah, Is that fucking it. Gengar? Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like I guess it's not a Pokemon that's like yeah, it's not, it's not a mainstream. You're not out here yeah. with fucking Blastoise on here, like. Yeah. You know, he's not, not in everyone's. He's not yeah. in everyone's top six. You know, Gengar. So yeah. when you see him on the fucking bucket hat, you know he's deep into the lore. Like, <laughs> you know <he's>, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's dream, you know he's dream eating every motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This so in terms of your individual influences, then I wouldn't mind um, just kind of getting a bit of a background on each of you individually when it comes to you know what really influences you to make such heavy music. Someone else go first. Go on, Raph, you go first. Yeah, I started out with my my heavy journey probably started out with like Slipknot and kind of bands like that. And then Parkway Drive was the one that really brought me into that core world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, just bands like that, As LA Dying, Kill Switch Engage, all that kind of thing. Um, and it's kind of slowly developed into more deathcore side of things. Yeah. Um, Start is Murder, Suicide Silence, all of that. Yeah. And then slam kind of started to get into my interest a bit as well when within destruction and stuff like that yeah so now i'm just at this stage where i just want to make heavy music stuff that i enjoy playing live and i can kind of do spinnies on stage with and, yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. make fun music Fuck nice. yeah man that's awesome what about you scott so bands that really mean a lot for me at the moment would probably be um 
Oh, I'm just trying to think. Who am I? So, like, Acacia Strain is a band that I've loved and followed for a long time. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, if we go back in history, bands that I always loved were, like, In Hearts Wake around the Divination Fuck yeah. era yeah. and then North Lane and everything like that. We were literally just talking were... about that album. We did a react before we jumped on here. We were talking about um, Departure. Yeah, the Winston I was listening track. to that album today, waiting wow. for this tenure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where is that, that boys? We've been because so, we, we, <laughs> I went and saw them uh, maybe like three weeks ago down here in Adelaide, and um, didn't play a single song from that album, man. Yeah. Which is just yeah, like, it's a bit sad. Do you not know what got into the dance, strong man? song? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, the, that whole album is just fucking amazing, and to yeah, not think that it's sure. worthy of slipping one of those into your set list is. Oh, just craziness, man. but yeah. So yeah, Case Strain in Hearts Wake. Is there any, any, anybody else that you can't draw influence from? So bands like Varials, um, yeah. especially old Varials. Yeah. Um, as you could probably tell, we've adopted some of that Varial style. Yeah. You uh, even like from your reaction, that bass tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Slides very Varials like. Yeah. Um, and we love the shit out of that. Um. Yeah, and bands like Traders and that kind of thing, people yeah. that are really, um, yeah, you can get a fight going in the pit. Um, yep, definitely. Just just from any any of their songs. So, yeah, those those bands are bands that I want to try and emulate um, and even potentially end up touring with would be fucking fantastic. So. Yeah, that'd be fucking right sick. On. Yeah, what about you, Matt? Man, I like, um, I mean, obviously when I was a younger fellow, I was the really did my time with heavy music like you know i started out as more of like a post-hardcore kind of person um yep. you know dance gavin dance you know those kind of bands really are what i kind of grew up on yeah. yeah um obviously you know i really did my time with heavy heavy music like the cleansing suicide silence one of the greatest records ever written of course, but really yeah. i find i draw the most i don't really honestly draw the biggest influence from heavy music i really Heavy music don't don't do the same for me as it once did, you know. Mm. I obviously, like obviously, being in a, a band like Sedative, I have to be interested and engaged by heavy music, which I still am. But honestly, my biggest influence has really come from like Prince and Shade okay. and Marvin Gaye and you know, like actual like um, more like icons of music per se than bands. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. That's that's really interesting. Yeah. So, how do you think that might then apply to how you're bringing vocally to this band? Well, I think it's more in the sense of like, not per se the music we're writing, more about like the performance aspect and being bigger than a band. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. We really try and, I mean, as you can kind of probably tell from already some of your comments, we're really trying to be more than just a band that puts out music. You know, we're trying to be, we're trying to be, it's really hard to obviously put into words, but like, just like a greater experience as a band. Like, yeah engaging videos interesting aspects aside from the music and the videos we put out you know yeah um i think that's where i take the biggest inspiration from there especially people like prince you know what an iconic person yeah i think um you know just um the influence i take from that is more just about being a presence more than just being a band that's so that's That's so really cool man like i think it's so important to think about like like you said the overall experience and that's definitely not something that a lot of 
you know, smaller bands that are trying to come up are even fucking considering in the slightest, man. Like, you, mm, know, like right. you said, the, the cap of drip rolling over across multiple videos, <laughs> that kind of stuff. You yeah, know, slamming no the China, bro. That yeah, was fucking smashing sick. the China on the yeah. ground. Like the things that, again, we don't want to be. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, we are talking about them not only on the reaction, but they've stuck with us to bring them up with you again tonight. Yeah, that means cool, it's fucking cool. working, dude. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we don't so... want to just be we don't want to just be five dudes that make music. You know what I mean? We want to be like we want to be something that people can attach themselves to more than just songs that they like. You know? Yeah. Mm. I wanted to unpack. You talked about uh, about your vocals, and I want to go there a little bit more because in the reaction, we we talked about how you have a really good range for the style of music, and I think Thank you that so that's, much, man. Um, also, something that. Uh, bands writing music that is as heavy as particularly that last song, not always you are then coupled with a vocalist that has and displays the range that you did. And that stuck out for me massively in that song. Um, so obviously just wanted to give you the props for that, but also, I guess, um, talk us through your, your screaming, uh, you know, mm. heavy, uh, vocal journey. Like when did you start fucking belting that out and how did you get to the point that you are in that song? Yeah, cool. And firstly, thank you so much. That's really wonderful for you to say something, something as kind as that. Um, let me just start by saying I am fucking garbage of a vocalist. I am heavily asthmatic. I, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm fucking just, I am a shit vocalist. Um, if I'm not just trying to be humble or anything. I'm genuinely a bad vocalist. Um, one thing I have always wanted to do when starting vocals was, I, I mean, I've always found bands, you know, vocals tend to have one range and stick to one range and mm -hmm. that gets really fucking repetitive and jarring after a while yeah um i've always wanted to i think i've really tried to reflect that in in all the music we've done is to really verse um have show versatility in um in different vocal styles um i've always kind of done vocals even when i was playing drums i was um doing vocals at the same time in in most bands that which I've is been hard in, as fuck by the way yeah. which is hard as Fuck, I don't even know how I learned how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like that's like managing is... four things. Cause like with a guitar, you got your left yeah. hand, your right hand, and your voice. But with your drums, you've got obviously your feet, both your hands, and then your voice as yeah. well. And the timing's different. Yeah. So yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. The timing is always that's the problem, is the time is always is always completely juxtaposed to what you're playing on drums. Yeah. Um, That's why I always yeah, like the, the clean singer from Atreyu. I always oh, yeah. found like he was someone yeah. that, why I love that band so much because that guy's voice was fucking incredible. Fuck yeah. It's and madness. he's just smashing yeah, the drums good. at the same time. I was like, yeah. that is same yeah, with um, Same with Under Oath. Yeah. Aaron Gillespie, whatever yeah. his name yeah. is. Yeah. 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 yeah, true. You should yeah. check out the song Brain Out of uh, Winterfold on YouTube. You'll see Matt doing some pretty sick backing vocals while playing drums in that. Okay, yeah, all right. That's, that's yeah, we'll check it out afterwards. From, yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in a band I was in recently, I, I fucking rapped and played drums at the same time. That's that was one thing I've always been pretty, <laughs> yeah, right. pretty stoked about because that that was such a fuck thing to learn how to do, man. Yeah, oh yeah, wow. because um, rap yeah. would rely a lot more on rhythm than just like yeah, yeah. yeah. And and obviously being rap and the pace that it was quite staccato as well. So obviously like trying to piece words in while playing drums was a real a real challenge Fuck, yeah. that's completely beside the point of what we're talking about right now. yeah um so when i was obviously obviously playing drums and doing vocals um a friend of mine that came to a show that we were playing uh, it was actually closet space with raf and i she um she mentioned about like that my vocals were cool and i should do vocals and that was literally what turned it for me wow okay. i decided yeah. to try 
tried doing vocals in like a little side project and that um, kind of evolved into what Grenade Brain was and then obviously that has over the years evolved into what Sedative would ultimately turn into. So yeah, yeah. That's, kind of the, that's kind of the journey there. And I've just always, as I said, I, I've, I know I started out doing vocals and I could only really do one like yell kind of pitch and I've just really worked on it over the years to try and have as, uh, as many things in the arsenal as possible. Yeah. yeah, and that includes the things that Rafi won't let me do on track. Okay, well, so, so... They... Nah, we talking, what been, are we talking? It has been pretty cool to see like the evolution of Matt's vocals as well because I've been playing in bands with him for a long time and uh, just seeing him from when he started doing vocals, kind of yell style and that type of thing, yeah. to where he is now, where he's doing like these crazy highs, lows, yeah. yells, pitch stuff and everything. Um, yeah, pretty impressed with what he's doing now. So what won't you let him do, Raph? Oh, I, do these, I don't know what he's talking about there. <laughs> I do these <laughs> dog anything. shit. I do these dog shit little gurgle. Oh, fucking come on. Like... <laughs> you do that as a joke, though. Like... <laughs> no, but I've been actually working on trying to do it for real. Yeah. <laughs> If you can do it properly, yeah. 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 Oh, so, Raph, I <laughs> guess that's probably first. a good segue. Are you, are you the main man behind the production? Then, are you the one stitching this uh, this chaos together, or is it a group effort? How does how does the production side work for Sedative? Yeah, it used to be a lot more me. I'm uh, more collaborative now. Like we're all getting involved, but I used to usually just like stitch the songs together and drums, guitars, everything like that. Yeah. And then Matt would do all the vocals and lyrics and that side of things. But I'm pretty glad that we've got things to the point now where everyone's pitching in. Everyone in the band currently writes songs for the band, writes cool. music, contributes, and we all kind of sit down together and play with each other as ideas and stuff like that. So Yeah, so it's not yeah. so one, or once again, not so one-dimensional like we were saying before. It's kind of coming, and maybe that also attests to why then one song might not sound like the other because one more beat might be more influenced by you or one might be more yeah. influenced by Ryan or something like that. That's it. When, when tell- one person writes a song, it, it really goes in one direction. Then when you get someone else involved to maybe do another instrument or just have a look at the structure of the song, yeah, yeah. it can really change and kind of take on another dimension. Yeah. You can really tell. If you really sit down and listen to our music, you can tell what songs Raph wrote and what songs yeah. Ryan wrote. Okay. If it's stupid and dumb and just basic slam, Ryan wrote it. If it's actually talented music rapper <laughs> <laughs> I love how Ryan's not on the Ryan's amazing but he just loves like just stupid slam ridiculous shit and he yeah. does some of my favourite songs my favourite songs of ours are actually songs that Ryan's written yeah yeah so okay well there you go to the more simple side of things and kind of just simple and heavy yeah and I tend to go more like technical on guitar and try and be fancy yeah, but sometimes it does just end up being the one um, minute banger that works out the best. Ryan just gets what the kids want, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's straight to the point. But that's where again, yeah. like, it's good to have that where you can, you know, you don't just have the one person. That's the the workhorse of the production side of things, where he's constantly adding that flair to the songs because that's what he's confident in doing as well when it comes mm. to production. You know, that's mm. important to have a collaborative effort because it allows you to, as we've said a few times, you know, Ramil Devane to, to Midnight Valentine, um, completely different really uh, in, in a lot of ways, but also still very much the, the band sound. So, yeah, um, Ramil Devane was one that our uh, drummer Nathan wrote. Yep. Initially, okay. he brought the song pretty much most of what the song is now. Yeah, and then I kind of edited it pretty heavily, 
changed yep. some time, like tempos and things like that, wrote some riffs over the top of it, and then brought it into the group of us and then added some things on after that. Yeah, uh, yeah, cool. that's one avenue that that song came about where other ones will come about where me or Ryan will bring riffs in or, or Scott will bring a riff in or something like that. So Yeah, so, I, so I was oh, going to ask, Scott. I was going to ask exactly how then does it start? Does it always start with, all right, we've got a riff and then we put drums and then we do vocals and then it's works out from there? Or is there like a formula or is it more flu- more fluid than that? Um, it used to be more just guitar riff first and then add drums to that and take it from there. But we've been doing more drums first, guitar first, putting riffs together, that type of thing, instead of just doing guitars. Because I think if you do just guitars and then add drums, the songs can go a certain way. Yeah. And then when you add another dimension first, you'll find different time signatures coming in, tempos, how the sections like transition from one to another will really be different if you write a drum first instead of guitar first. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm pretty glad that we're doing it. Yeah, that's, that's definitely something that I've noticed with my songwriting over the years. Is I I would start quite often with a riff, and then it would go <laughs> drums behind that riff, and then the bass would just follow the riff, and then the vocals would always come last. And I've noticed with some of my more recent kind of noodling around and stuff like that, I've been trying to do things a bit opposite, and it, and it's it's changed it up a little bit how how it ends up sounding. <laughs> Did you think I was done? <laughs> He's taking us through for a tour through the for the studio. <laughs> no, Mark, it, was get, it was getting too dark in the car, so I figured I'd just come to the <laughs> So, what, have you have you guys got a um like a recording studio that you like hire out? Oh, for look at that! Or yeah, something? wow, we just got we're getting yeah. we angle <laughs> on the fucking booty multi angle. <laughs> Shout out to Vision Recording Studios out in Welsh Pool in Perth. Vision Revision Recording Studios. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we rehearse on a weekly basis. So. Yeah, nice. We love the guys, yeah. Love it, love it. Um, and so uh, who who are you doing your, like, mixing and everything through? Is there anyone else that you want to shout out that does your stuff over in Perth? Or is it getting sent off? Where, who else yeah, is? Yeah, we, we're mixing and mastering. We've been getting Tom from Violet Sound to do a lot of it. And we're getting some echo now. Are you, yeah, I was going to say, are you guys too oh, close to each other? Is that yeah. It's probably because I got hectic headphones on here. Um, yeah, we do it most of the recording in Perth ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And we yep. get some other people to help out. <laughs> uh, the last songs that we got done were through uh, Sean from Reformed. Um, so locally done. Um, yep. He did a really good job with recording it. Um, instead of being the full overly sort of processed and cut down music that we tend to see quite a lot of. He really opted for the more natural, hard hitting um, sound that Midnight is now. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously not super clean. It's just heavy and punchy and, you know, that's what we really wanted. So Fuck shout out to Sean on that one. Yeah, Fuck no, that. shout out to Sean. That's, um, that's yeah, well, it sounded good, man. It definitely yeah. sounded good. Yeah. The so, so one of the um, one of the things right. we did in the early days was um those first three singles we put out we actually like did entirely different um, production and entirely different mixing masters with all three of those just yeah. to kind of gauge what we who we wanted to use and what we wanted to go with. Yeah. And that kind of um ultimately decided who we've gone with for the the next two releases. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Which again is good to 
not stay one dimensional and just like mm. make sure that you try different things because you might end up being surprised by um, someone that you were like, oh, we'll just see what they are able to, to put together. And then you end up being blown away by it. But, you know, you may not have necessarily tried that. So it's, again, important to be like, yeah. let's mm. let's give this a go. Hey, it might end up being absolute fucking garbage, but it could end up Bro, being, being, being well. straight up, one of those singles was done with someone off of Fiverr, like just to see how it went. And it yeah, interesting. Sick, right? Yeah. 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 Hey, look, at the end of the day, man, if it sounds good, what you get back to that sounds good, then so be it. No yeah, matter how yeah. it got there. Mm. Just wanted, we just wanted to fully like take in the scope of what was available and, and use what was what was out there, you know, instead of like a lot of people, especially in Australia, just fucking produce somewhere and then mix and mask with Lance Prank, you know what I mean? Yeah, Which yeah, is, I was going to say. It's fantastic. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's incredible at what he does, but it's really, like, you can kind of, you can tell that yeah. every band has the same mix, you know? It's, it's the Joey Sturgis syndrome, like in 2010. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> and like, look, you can't knock Lance, you know, he's amazing, but yeah. <laughs> God, on, that's, a rude, that's a rude motherfucker like, playing hey. through their door open. Do, door open, door open kind of guy. Out of mix, mix these days as well. Like when we're going in and doing a song, we generally talk to the person doing the mix master beforehand. And yeah. like when we're, we're in the middle of writing the song, we know what we're going to want out of it in terms of like the, the spectrum of sound and everything like mm. that, whether it use bass drops or kind of the levels of certain things. And um, yeah, so it's good to just be working with someone like on a few songs now. We've done like the, the the record and a couple of singles with with Tom now so yeah, it's good to be at that stage and that's where the flip side of it is then you start to get someone who also understands the direction the sound the nuances and things yeah. that the band is looking for, for so sure. you're not having to try Tom to explain is to be, someone Tom is going to be the next Lance Frank like and wow. we're going to have to move on because everyone's going to use him. It's all going to <laughs> <laughs> nah, He'll always give you special treatment, mate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he'll, he'll reserve that sound just for you guys, hopefully. He, so, was like our little, he was like our little hidden gem when we first started using it. And I've started seeing like all these bands using it. I'm like, oh. oh you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I want to ask, um, where, where where do you think that uh, Sedative is going to be heading then in the next, let's say, what? I was just about to ask. Three we're years. We're on a fucking wavelength here. We bro. are touring fucking everywhere bro that's awesome. beautiful yeah yeah we've, we've kind of done quite a bit of australia already so yep. in 2021 we went to adelaide started this year we did the full australia tour then a couple of months ago we went back and did uh melbourne with jabal yeah so now we're at the stage where next thing for us is do australia even bigger and go overseas whether it be asia america europe yep um, we're, we're planning on just jumping on everything, especially next year, kind of picking up the pace a bit mm. and mm. getting on those bigger shows. And yeah, <coughs> that's all. Where'd, yeah. You play, where'd you play in Adelaide when you came? What, what, the amount of yeah. um comedy shows that he's played at the Cranker and the Runner Room, actually. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, my two, they're my fucking yeah, go-to, they're his go tos, so man. I've been all over yeah, those stages right. telling some jokes, but not uh, not screaming, hard, bro. That's the Room. When, when we, we got, got there, there was all like seats in the crowd and oh, it looked really? like a comedy venue. That's what it but is. Then they it's cleared out. out all the seats and yeah. Yeah, yeah we out. played we played Rhino Room in peak COVID times and it was seated yeah. venue. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, imagine yeah. playing a death course show in front of yeah. motherfuckers sitting down on their asses. Like, that'd be such yeah. a weird feeling. There could be some people standing. 
but they weren't allowed to mosh, the people standing right at the front. That was just like the COVID rules at the moment. Everyone had masks on and everything like that. And then everyone else was seated, so... It was a bit weird, but we were just happy to be like outside of Perth. Oh, yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're really planning to just tour as much as possible. And the biggest thing with us is like we've, we didn't expect to be where we're at already. Like we've only been a band just over a year and we've already toured three times. Beautiful, like, man. So we're like, obviously, we're trying to do more and more, but it's obviously like, it's obviously quite difficult being such a new band sometimes, like doing mm. such massive scale things like we want to do. Because yeah. you kind of need a bit of that um, credibility behind like time of the band, but definitely because of our because of our like tenure in the scene and shit, we've just yep. done things correctly from the get go. So like, yeah, our first we are ramping up like, like pretty quickly compared to some other bands. We know some yeah. of other bands will be around for maybe five years and then they'll do an Australia tour or something like that. Yeah, but we that's not really what we're about. We just want to like go hard, do, do everything outside of australia release as much music as we can and yeah just go for yeah it. fucking oh so in terms of re- like the music release then for the future what, what are we looking at we have, have another song a, coming out actually yeah we have another single in it's november now isn't it yeah november yeah, yeah this, month. this month wow okay this month. and then we have a little secret little extra thing we're doing for our friends next year and uh more singles the release of Midnight uh, of um, Hell I Am, sorry, which is the most recent release that we announced. Yeah. Beautiful. Fuck yeah, man. That's so good. It's good to hear. Just, just to back on what you were saying, um, I guess because of that experience that you've got, though, you know, oh, you know, instead of just waiting around and whatever, you've built the network, obviously, probably of connections, and you've done some of the tours before. So you're like, yeah. you know, there's no benefit to us, like, We've got the experience, the musicianship. The, oh, sorry, Scott, but we've mostly got the experience of stage time <laughs> and things like that as well. Um, no, you're right, though. A lot of bands do kind of sit around and wait for things to happen for them. Or get I think that very like often that. happens. So, yeah. Um, for us, that, that show that we did in Adelaide, we just jumped on it. There was COVID around. There was a bit of a gap where we were able to fly out to Adelaide and come back without any restrictions. Wow. So we shut down, down the week yeah. after we got back. Yeah, yeah wow. no shit. But we figured we'd just go for it. We played with Relapse, Catalyst. And- oh, fuck yeah. Oh, relapse yeah, Relapse. Yeah, yeah. Ethan's, relapse Ethan, Ethan, Ethan's a legend, man. I was literally about oh, to talk about Ethan. Funded. I love that gun so much. Yeah. Him and I have been playing yeah. Halo together, bro. Oh, have you? Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that's awesome. We got to get those boys on, don't we? We actually do, man. Yeah, we actually do. Because he, he was here at this house probably like maybe a year ago now going like, oh, we should start a band. We should do this. We should do this with my old housemate who's like in a band with me. Um, and then it hasn't eventuated yet. But man, like, I tell you what, when it does, it's going to be fucking sick. Yeah, he's a fucking bro. He's like arguably the best vocalist in Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's crazy, man. He's crazy. Yeah. Was he there? He was recording vocals with Pat. He was doing with Pato one time, and we were there, wasn't he? Yeah, he right. probably, man. Oh, yeah. Fucking On the, yeah. Um, I think as as Raph was saying, so many bands kind of just like expect shit to just happen for them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't remember yeah. who it was, but I saw some band recently being like, you know, we can't we can't tour unless you fucking tell your friends and make it happen for us or something along those lines. And it's like, you talking about counterparts? No, no, no. It was was an Australian band. Oh, okay. But it's like, we, we did tour. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Bands just kind of like, it's so hard to find like bands 
have the drive to just actually just do shit without it being like given to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Also uh, leads to other stuff as well. When, when you do jump, jump on something like that Adelaide show we did with Catalyst, we ended up doing, doing an Australia tour with, with Catalyst. Catalyst. Yeah. They were just keen. So Fucking uh, six months after we flew to Adelaide, we did the whole Australia tour with them. So. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because the character speaks through when they meet you guys. They can tell right. you blokes are people that are just willing to fucking get after it. And they're the people that they um, want on the tour with them. They don't want people that are going to be precious and exactly, whatever else exactly. on the tour. They're like, well, let's take these fucking savages. And it's then, immediately you know, noticeable when you see a band or you meet people that, like, what kind of what kind of character they have. You know what I mean? If they, what their intentions are, just, are as well. Exactly. It's immediately yeah. noticeable if a band gives a shit and are fucking going to make shit happen or if they're just kind of plodding along, waiting for something to come for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I think in our experiences, we've met like so many great people like on it from touring ourselves that have led to so many other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because we're ass. out there doing shit. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. I think it really speaks for itself when you see a band actually going and getting shit done, you know? Definitely, yeah. man. And it's like you get like we had a band on, and I'm not gonna fucking sell them out, but we had a band on that was like, sell oh no, out, we, we can't um, we can't share the sell podcast episode. Nah, nah, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> dig myself a grave. But um, they were like, no, we can't share the podcast episode on the actual Facebook page of the band, like because we got to be careful about what we share. I was like. I was fucking serious. What I was like, about it, yeah, yeah, so shit like yeah, that, man, so where I'm just like, you, like, why are you being, we're, we're all just trying to fucking support each other. Yeah. Like, as much as I yeah. agree, as much as I agree, like social media is such a finicky little pinpoint planning game. Like, yeah. It's still pretty ordinary. Yeah. Like, well, again, unless there was something on there, where, but then it, we, you know, if there was something in there and he was like, oh, it's because of this and I've done something wrong, we, I, we didn't edit it out or whatever, that's a whole different, but just being like, no, nah, I can't really post some podcast like on the thing. I'm like, I'm going to go and look at all the Get over yeah, it. And just yeah, and just see it. Hunt it down. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, because, you know, again, this is why we want to do it, man. We just want, we've done most, you know, all Australian, you know, bands that, A, that we love and that we just, because, A, these chats are fucking awesome. Yeah. We say this every time we have a band on, but now I can't wait to see. I already wanted to see you cunts when you came to Adelaide, but now I'm so much more invested because we've got right to on. have this chat with you legends. Um, and and that's the same awesome. for yeah. what you guys do as well. Like the fact that you're supporting bands and kind of spreading what they do. And the least of what we can do is kind of post things about you guys as well. Like yeah. it's all about, it's all about helping it each so. other out. Yeah. It makes it so exciting when you go to a city where you know people through like things like this. You know what I mean? Like, nice, yeah. man. Like when nice, we link yeah. up when we're in Adelaide, next, it's going to be so much more better because there's just more people that we know there now. You know, hundred percent, like, man. Yeah, and it's like, and, yeah. it's, and it's the community that we all love. We all fucking love like hard music. You know what I mean? Like we yeah, all like yeah. getting out here and like listening to a breakdown or fucking hearing a brutal scream or something like that. And then, you know, you're going out to these places and you're meeting these people and you're just like, fuck, it's just another friend, you know? Like, yeah. 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 That's the thing. Like, That's I've got, correct I've, attitude. Got, I've got a group of mates that I only ever see at shows. We've never caught up at fucking a house party or done anything else, sure. but every show I go to, they'll be there without fail. And <laughs> we've been doing that for like 15 years now. It's yeah. just crazy. Like, yeah. you know, it's always good to catch up and I know we'll see them in two months time at the next show. We, we don't ever have to catch up outside of that because, yeah. and it was like, you know, COVID was the first time where we were like, dude, I haven't seen you in so fucking long because it'd been so, you know, so long since we'd been to a show in Adelaide. It's just crazy <laughs> how yeah. it's just yeah. such a, such a community. Like, yeah. yeah, you see so many people like 
kick each, kick each other, other in the face in the pit, and, and then half an hour later they're having a beer together at the bar. Like, yeah, it's like you and I, right? Awesome. Last time, last time I was in Adelaide, I kicked Raph in the face. Oh, really? How that? We can't be in a mosh together without one of us getting hurt. Yeah. Funny as. Was that before you'd been on as well? Was that like pre-show, like moshing to another bed? Fuck. He's got a concussion up yeah, there. Yeah, fucking shredded. Up there still nailing every note. Like. Oh, <laughs> you got a mosh for the other bands. Yeah, yeah fucking oath. Yeah, yeah, that's oath, it, because yeah. it's, again, it's about supporting. But like you said before, the other boys jumped in, Matt, as well. Like, you know, how you said you appreciate the depth that we go into with the yeah, reactions. Yeah. It's like, because we're fucking fans, dude. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, like yeah. we're not just trying to, you know, ride the coattails of, of, you know, bands to try and get the podcast and popularity. This podcast started off as, like, fucking conspiracy. Yeah, we fucking used to talk about all kinds and of shit. And then we did like a wormhole. Yeah, right. That exactly. Was like, well, it, it is it is wormholes after the, the volume, volume song. song so yeah. there was a there was. Oh. It's funny that we've ended up doing band stuff because the name started because I thrashed that song when we were at Unify one year, and like they were like, stop we playing fucking. That song at one oh point. yeah, yeah. Such a, that was a good time in volumes life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> speaking of zeros and ones, fucking hell. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so then we were trying to come up with a podcast name and we were like, fucking just call it Wormholes because then it's not really like, again, you, it could be anything. And yeah, then we yeah, didn't yeah. start with the idea of doing these bands. Nah. We were never going to do reactions. Like it was all conspiracies, mental health, like just interviews with random people, yeah, comedian, a lot of comedians because of... Yeah. And then we did a couple of band interviews and we were just like, fuck, dude, this is so much fun. Like we're yet to have a band on at least that we're like, wow, these guys are fucking flogs. Like, yeah, yeah, we're lucky. Which is like, until, you, you guys get involved in that kind of mental health side of things as well. Yeah. That's something that we try and do since... A lot of the lyrics of, of our music kind of um, relate to, to that side of things. And that's why we do fundraisers for, for Lifeline. And oh, amazing. And we're planning on doing a lot more in the future as well. Mm. Yeah, so you guys, we, we got involved we, in stuff we, like that. So We raised over $1,000 after Death Romantic came out for Lifeline. Like just recently. Oh, fucking oath, dude. That's so sick, that's man. So, cool. so, so when you said that you, that you based a lot of your lyrics around this kind of stuff, give me an example. Oh, bro, that's a that's a Do you want to go into it? Yeah, we, we want to go. Yeah, we, we want to go into it, man. Unless I mean, you got to go to, unless you got to run, we, let's fucking let's I'm go in. Afraid, love bro, shit. How much time we got here? You know, we got we got time. It's just ticked over uh, two a.m. We'll make this Joe Rogan ask if we have to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here till fucking twenty one no, a.m. It's a pretty broad subject as well. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. rush to cover like what everything. It's obviously pretty heavily based on like um, you know, not to be brash about it, but suicide and fucking. Yeah. Um, loss and hopelessness and despondency and yeah, I mean that's just naturally what I tend to write about um, mm-hmm. because I'm a miserable miserable cunt. Um, there's no other way to really say it. But uh, but it's also honestly, like you're sitting here and you're going, oh, you know, you, you feel like r- you like writing this because that's what you like writing. But then you're also then people are listening to that and they're relating to that and it's helping them as well. <laughs> yeah, I actually, it's actually. It was actually a rare, a rare thing that I'd looked forward to for a long time. Was um, we played a show. It was actually this, like a couple of months ago. And um, after the show, after the show, one of the dudes in the crowd that like was doing heaps of mic grabs and stuff, he came up to me and he was like, "Man, your lyrics for one of our songs called Unlove." He was like, "The lyrics of that song like fucking saved me and got me through some wow. shit." And I was like, "Man, that's that's fucking amazing that's to cool. hear that from someone." I mean, you hear that all the time from like other people about like bigger bands but like, i'm just some dude that writes about shit that i'm going through and like for someone to say that it's like 
like done that much for them is fucking incredible, man. You know, that's yeah. such an incredible feeling that to know that like me essentially venting, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like helping someone. Right yeah, now. and making that impact, man. That might just be like, all right, I like making music because I like making mm. heavy music mm. and for me, but when you realize that it's bigger than just yourself mm. and bigger than you five boys in the band, then all yeah. of a sudden you're just like, all right, damn, like this is we're, we're like that's I'm right. making an impact. Yeah. Especially with like, especially like everything off of Death Romantic is so like incredibly personal as well. That was about like, Death Romantic is very much about like <clears throat> what was happening to me like at the, that point in time, you know, like, yeah. Um, and to know that like someone related so heavily to, to that shit is, man, I mean, it's, as well as, as well as the, the blessing it is to know that you help someone, it's just nice to know that people like feel that shit too, you know? Like, mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, people obviously people do feel that shit too, but it's like when you hear someone say it, it it, it affects you so much more heavily, you know. Fucking and, and, and like unloved and like everything on death and manic, that's some some fucking heavy shit, man. You know, like it's yeah. shit. Well, I think it's part of why the, the it's ended up becoming the pods become what it's become in a way is because like we've noticed the line that gets drawn through our passion for mental health, and a lot of the bands that we talk to have lived experience. You know, there's influence in their in a lot of their music and stuff like that as well. So it's ended up kind of being like a you know a match made in heaven in a way because we're talking to people who understand it better than anyone, um, and a lot of and a lot of times have been through it and then try to obviously connect with it in the music that they make, the music they listen to themselves, um, and want to also help you know in their ways like what you guys have just mentioned. So we never really thought about that you know in in the beginning of it, but it's kind of ended up uh, what's been the case and. It, it it just uh, I've talked about this a lot on the pod, but like we had the boys from Atlas on, and uh, you know, I think you uh, mean Atlas, bro? Yeah, Atlas, right? <laughs> yeah. V, yeah. Um, and they were telling us a story about one of the songs off the EP, and like um, you know, I go back and listen to that song just through like a whole whole new ears. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's just yeah. it takes on such a different meaning. And now you know because of that, it's it's one of my favorite songs of this year, and and you know probably of a long while because I just yeah. connect with it completely differently. So it just and adds I think that's so like, much. I think like when you like obviously you you hear a song and it's like it, when you attach it to like a person, you know what I mean? It becomes so it holds so much more gravity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think like when you know the person that like, for example, like a band that you like or whatever, like, but if you know the people that are in that band, listening to the lyrics makes it hit so much harder. Cause you, you know, who's saying it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. Yeah. 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 I think it's because as well, like we talked about this on one of the other episodes, but like, remember how that we went through that phase of like bands and their front men had to be that fucking egotistical, fucking maniacal fuck bag of a human being. <laughs> That was yeah. such a time where that so the <laughs> the you, you, you didn't really connect with those people like personally like you could connect with the music or whatever but like you know you you felt this such a distance from those because you didn't resonate with that man pissing in a bottle and bottling a girl with it as one example of you know things that have happened over the fucking years so it just yeah. you know, it, it's but whereas now I feel like 
we have evolved as 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 a species a little bit to the point where that is not acceptable in any way shape or form that abusive fucking you know arrogant front man has no place in our scenes anymore and so then you do really you know connect more with the people because you do have that like they're just a human being and the, the pod obviously helps us do that even more but i feel like as a whole going to shows and you know when there's a break between the songs and the and the lead singers you know going on a fucking tangent about whatever's important to him you believe in it you connect with it it's just it, we have really yeah. evolved as a as a culture in the in the heavy oh scene. yeah 100 there's definitely a better culture for it yeah yeah, yeah. When we well, play live shows as well that's something we we really want to do we want to bring the crowd into what we're doing and not just jump up on stage play to people and then and run off yep. yeah we really yeah. like to we get in the crowd and, and mosh with them while playing our guitar or Fuck with yeah. mic grabs or things like that. Yeah, as much as we're... After we play and, yeah, that's yeah. a big thing for us. As much as we're like, we're quite a violent band, like musically, you know what I mean? It's quite violent shit that we play. We're very like, um, well, I mean, I, at least I like to think that we're quite approachable people and anyone that's really kind of had interactions with us has realized we're quite personable and, like, I think a, a, a big thing that we have tried to drive home since starting this band is, like, sticking around and, like, getting involved with fans at shows and shit, you know? Like, yeah. people want to, like, they, they like your band. They want to fucking talk to you and yeah. talk about random shit, you know? And people have really responded well to that. We've really tried to, like, make an emphasis on on doing that at shows the last year or so, you know? Yeah, and even well, like you said earlier on... Yes. Sorry, go on, Raph. We'll always be at the merch desk, like after and before we play as well, and up for a chat for anyone who wants to kind of come by and talk, whether it be like about the show or just pretty much about anything. We're always keen to have a chat. So fuck yeah! If any any people out there do see us at the merch desk or just around about at shows, whether it's in Perth or or wherever. Uh, feel free to come chat to us and say hi. Please do. Yeah. Please do. And that literally ties into what you guys said um, earlier on when you were like, we're trying to make this more about the performance as well as the music. You know, I know one time I went and saw um, Beartooth uh, and uh, Caleb was on stage and he almost like broke down talking about how this next song is about depression and how about it hit me. And like, everyone was just sitting there like silent and he was just like nearly crying. And it's just like, mate, I don't know what it was, but like, it made you feel like that he was here, not, you know, five metres up on the stage. It's quite interesting, man. Yeah. yeah. And I, I get what you're saying with that. Shit like that really helps you attach yourself to what the music is instead of it just being purely music, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and and feeling the distance from it. And, uh, yeah. yeah, as I said, I think as a whole, the scene has, has really done a good job of moving into that space where um, you can connect with it on a more personal level not just when you're listening to it and especially at those live shows and stuff as well where and again i think a lot of people have had an awakening going through COVID of like holy fuck like i know personally not seeing live music for for nearly two years like really affected me and i didn't know how much i was ever going to miss it until it got taken away and now you know i'm jumping at every opportunity to go to any show just because yeah. i'm like fuck it really I'm, made I'm people not... like give a shit when shows started to come back you know like, yeah even for like, it's like an exciting time in australian music at the moment as well there's oh, yeah. a lot of international bands and stuff coming over yeah. now that it's all yeah. open everyone's like flocking in and we're starting to see some really spectacular acts like not fest obviously is a thing that's happening now yeah, yeah. which wouldn't have happened been happening previously you know there's, there's no, all sorts right. of stuff going on that's 
actually really exciting and and really um, hopeful for the scene, you know. Definitely, mm. man. There's cool. definitely energy, like you know, and there's groundswell in Australia. We've always had good bands here. I feel like it's always been strong here, but the culture itself needed some development. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And now I think it's lighted a fire up everyone of like, you know, if not now, then when it's kind of like, you know, that was the problem. Everyone was just, like you said, waiting for someone else to put that tour together, waiting for someone. The amount of fucking produ like show producers we've got now, which again, hey, if they're going to be putting the groundwork into getting bands over here, fucking more power to them. As long as they're not ripping people off or doing the wrong yeah, thing, yeah. there's actually all of these new ones popping up now. And I'm happy for it because if there's other people that are sending yeah. the emails and and trying to drum up interest and that gets the bands that are in America or in the UK or whatever to go, well, fuck, I'm getting emails from 10 different cunts in Australia. Like, there's obviously yep. interest for us down there because that's a lot of the problem, mm -hmm. man. Like, Australia gets thought of, even though they know about our musical exports, they don't know what they're going to get when they come down here. They, and you know, it's also just such a, like, such a gamble without having someone do it for you, you know what I mean? For a yep. Yep. From, like, Australia. Yeah. Australia is a very tough place to tour. Yeah, obviously for, for a European or an American band, like there's such distance between yeah. all of your shows, and yeah. you can only really play it in a week. You know, yeah, yeah. four days and then out. One of our um, one of our closest <clears throat> affiliates, um, Brendan from Borderline, is like I'd, I'd argue one of the bigger pioneers in the resurgence of like bands being bought mm. over for tours. You know. Well, that was exactly. who that was who booked the volume show that unfortunately Correct. got fucking. Yeah. So we're we're on um, we're on his touring roster, but like he's the one that that took. Obviously, there's the destroyer lines and shit that are always going to be doing stuff. Yeah. But Brendan was like from Borderlands, so it was um he was the one that was just constantly bringing bands over. Like as soon as COVID ended, you know, he was the one that's yeah. been spearheading all these bands coming over. Yeah. Like he's yeah. done volumes. Obviously, he did within destruction signs of a swarm. Yeah. Um, he did fucking. Who's that tour that just got cancelled, unfortunately? But like, he was obviously doing it. Fucking anal yeah, he, and shit. He had yeah. to be cancelled recently, but I have a lot of respect for the people that were putting on shows like late 2020 and, yeah. and during 2021, where you kind of never knew if, if a show was going to go ahead or if a band was going to be able to come over. And that yeah. kind of kept things going. Yeah. I don't know about over east as much, but in Perth people that were putting on shows here and still like keeping things going like it yeah i think a lot of people appreciate that fucking still shows so yeah one of, our, one of our homies austin brought fucking salsifer over to adelaide uh, from adelaide to perth like yeah just to put a local show on like yeah that's cool yeah that's cool yeah fucking earth. and shout out to falsifer they've, they've been around for a while now too they're dope shout yeah out to yeah that's yeah, yeah, mad respect for them coming to perth i think it was like October 2021, COVID stuff still happening, and they made the trip over to Perth and fucking smashed it. Fucking so. nice, yeah. man. That's yeah. We love we love the that's guys. And we love everyone in Boston. Well, um, should we uh, do one of these uh, recurring segments we do that we like to refer to as song, song of, the week? of the week? Thick ropey. Should, should, should we should we week? do it? We've remembered nearly every. We've I know we're fucking on it now. now. I know we, we we forgot for like forty episodes straight. Yeah, and we, now we, we're coming. We're, like, we're going to start this segment where we like pick a song that we've been smashing for the last week, and then we just kept forgetting, kept forgetting. But now, now we've kept fucking remembering and stringing on. them together. So, so boys, open up your Spotify if you need to, and uh, think about what you've been thrashing. But whoever <laughs> wants to jump in first and let us know what song's been getting an absolute hiding for you this week. Does it have to be you? Like, does it doesn't have to be, have to be no, no, no. Okay. 
Well, no, recently when it picked off a song off Neverbloom, that was just I just oh, rediscovered and was oh, fucking okay. smashing it. So I have been obliterating. Sometimes things change by swimming. It's fucking okay. by by who? Sorry, swimming. The band is called Swimming, and oh, the song swimming. Is called Sometimes things change. Okay, it's all right. Incredible song. Incredible band. So, um, I mean, Fuck, I'm, yeah. obviously, I'm assuming you will play it for this segment when you. Yeah, we will. Videos, but yep. that shit bangs. Definitely not nice. heavy at all, but um, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, awesome, awesome. <clears throat> all right, what about you, Scott? You want to go next? Cesspool of ignorance. Signs of the Swarm. Oh, <laughs> we haven't had any signs of the Swarm. We haven't yet. had a signs. They're fucking no. huge. Man. When did I, I saw them? Here on some tour, that, and I would just that would have been talking. within destruction because it's the only time they've come over. Yeah, oh, okay, okay yeah. yeah, it must have been. They were fucking mental. Yeah, They're the most insane live band that I've seen for a very yeah, long time. Very yeah. Impressive. yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, it's so tight. Their their live performance is fucking insane. Mm, uh, yeah, that song is that a new song of theirs, or is that just one? Nah. Thing? No, no, it's one, just an old song. Yeah, it's just genuinely oath. my favourite song. So. Fucking oh, fucking oh. All right, Raf, what about you, mate? I'll give you two kind of different. Oh, two, two, two songs. All right, mate. Fucking take liberties over here. Take liberties. The reason I thought of this is because they both. Got, I was working out and I kind of put both of them on, even though they're on completely different wavelengths. Yeah. Uh, first one was "Lips and Assholes" by To the Grave, and <laughs> fucking just love To the Grave. Waiting out, waiting for that new song to come out. Oh, and no, I know. To the Grave that. is just one of those bands that I can put on like anytime and just love the shit out of. So, yep. um, that, that's one. And then Glimpse of Us by Joji is the other one. That oh, Joji, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know why I do love Joji stuff, but um, yeah, just in fashion. Cool. I'm pretty sure it was To the Grave. Oh, yeah, go on. <laughs> throw a bonus in while we're here. I saw the last. I saw your last episode of this um, song of the week, and whoever you had on did. Uh, he said baddest of them all, and I want to say that as my bonus pick because that song is so yeah. Fucking good. That yeah. was uh, that was Mitch from Deadskin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song's so fucking good, man. Yeah, that good. thing. Fuck. Like, I'm very... so sick of I'm so sick of hearing it, but holy shit, it's, so yeah, it's a fucking yeah. Very's a fucking sick though. Um, what was I just about to say? What's your song of the week, man? What are you, what, what, what oh, are you I throwing had down? Else that I was gonna fucking say them but i forgot oh well too late now mine's uh that one i sent you cold-blooded by envisions oh envisions yeah been for a fucking good. long time and that yeah. song was a fucking banger of a new new release from them so yeah, yeah. Little, little rappy fucking verses that they do with the just yeah. pure heaviness i was yeah uh, have, to check that out. have you heard yeah. their old song parasite yeah that's my favorite by them bro a fucking yeah they're just a good again a band that was just just brought something a little bit different and have been doing it for a while now I think, yeah, yeah they, was Where good to. Uh, I think they're American. Uh, they're American. I think yeah. they're American. Yeah. Back when everything had in before. Yeah, 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 yeah. In directions there. Yeah, everything <laughs> was in before shit. Yeah. Fucking hell. So I need to look, look at my phone because I don't want to pronounce it wrong. Uh, my song of the week this week is Spiderweb by a band that I think it's either Frontiers or I'm just going to say Frontiers. Okay. But, they were just touring Australia, weren't they? I'm not actually too sure. I literally, like, they came on in my Discover Weekly, like, yesterday or the day before, and I was sitting here doing work. And then I was like, fuck, this is huge. I linked it to you. Yeah. Are they, like, Norwegian? The Norwegian band? Are you talking about, like, the the pretty, like, metalcore-y heavy stuff? Yeah, and they did a song with um, Novelists. 
Oh, no. Yeah, I think that's the band that was just yeah. in Australia. Like, I'm pretty week. sure they literally too, like two weeks ago. No shit. Fuck, dude. I hate when you discover a song after they've been After they've <laughs> left the fucking country. Well, yeah. yeah, and that song is, that, that that's their newest one that would have just come out. And it, fucking hell, man. Just the breakdown at the end there is crazy and the mix is crazy and it's just pure energy. So it deserves Song of the Week. Song of the Week. Fair enough. Another fucking segment done. Another segment done. So this rolls us into the segment f- number two. Segment, we've only got two segments. Don't <laughs> yeah, get fucking yeah. too excited. This one's a little bit more chunkier. This is the guestions. Every guest that we have on the podcast gets the same kind of mixed up order, but the same set of uh, the same set of questions. The, yeah. f- the first one's always spicy, boys. Let's see how you go with this one. What is your favourite song of all time? Oh, that's oh, super shit. easy for me. That's super easy for me to be honest. Go on, man. Uh, Scab by Corbin. Oh, um, I don't think I've heard that one before. I don't think anyone's going to give a shit, to be honest. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, that's a very simple one for me. Cool. Corbin, um, otherwise known as Spooky Black, maybe to other people. But, um, yeah, very unique artist. Incredible. And what resonates artist. with you about that one in particular? It's just fucking... It's like... It's hard to describe genre-wise, but it's like... It's like... <laughs> doing a fucking fantastic a fantastic job of explaining it. <laughs> it's, it's like something <laughs> um especially lyrically it's quite heavy and um it's like atmospheric in a way and it has its own like it's like it really invokes its own aesthetic as a piece of sonic medium which is cool. ridiculous you know yeah okay for for something that's just music alone with like no visual aid to create its own soundscape and aesthetic is just always i find that really impressive in music yeah that's cool man that's yeah, cool awesome. what was it again sorry can you just say because i'm cool scab scab by, by corbin all right excellent yeah. all right cool. check Fucking that nice. shit out uh scott on to you man we haven't heard enough from you so <sighs> um <clears throat> So I'd say my favourite song of all time would be Arrogance by Traders. Ooh, um, okay. So I don't know what it is about the song. It's it's an old song. It's a fucking banger. Um, just it's a real what I want sedative to be, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And Midnight's the closest we've been to that. But... It's yeah, it's something fucking special that I never turn it off when it when it pops up on my list. So. They're a good band, is that the man. fucking is that the fucking that's the one song? with like the the ten minute bass drops in it. <laughs> yeah, <cool. laughs> so, love it, yeah, love it, it's sick. Yeah, fuck, yeah. Fuck and good Raph, band, what man. about you, man? You you sounded a little bit troubled by this question. We love when people get yeah yeah yeah. We've had a couple of people just bring it. it early yeah like, just know it which just like fucking... the, this is my favorite song of all time but like yeah. most people were like oh fuck i don't know yeah that's a tough question but what about mariah carey all i want for christmas is you. <laughs> 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 the right time of the nah, year for yeah, that. Nah, I'll, right. <laughs> um, I'll probably go parkway drive smoke them if you got them oh, just purely sorry. because that's that's kind of what really got me into what i'm into at the moment so uh yeah it's kind of the baseline of Heavy music and all the stuff yeah. that I love at the moment. Good song. What Good a song album. that everyone. just like just fucking goes from the yeah. opening I think second. Everyone can yeah. really resonate with that song. Yeah. yeah, so good, man. What yeah. a fucking killing. Fucking nice. Killing with a smile or horizons. Well, if you oh, have to pick, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's killing the with a smile. Yeah, I'm I'm so good, love, like 
all the technical <laughs> guitar yeah. work on Horizons. I, I fucking love the guitars on that. Yeah. yeah. But Killing with a Smile, just like the songs on it, you can't do. I would have to say Killing with a Smile as well. Yeah, I'm Killing. I'd say Horizons, eh? I'm different. Your Horizons. I'm Horizons too, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm mm. Killing just because it, it was what got me into heavier music was, was Killing. And it's just an album that, not that there's a song off Horizons that I don't like, but like Killing, it's hard for me to even pick which ones I like more than the others. It's that I hmm. love them all so much. Yeah. For me, it's just front to back, just fucking amazingness. <laughs> and we talk about it so much, but yeah. like the mix just holds up. There's not many that other albums from 2003 that you can listen to without being like, oh, Fuck, this sounds shit. like a couple well, the of mi- the, mix, the mix holds justice because it's kind of a little bit gritty and a little bit shit, and that like, yeah. does it favours, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. True. But then it's still better than Deep Blue when they came back to yeah. Australia and fucking recorded with some rock artist. And, I think that's fucking rock. Deep Blue's fault, not the fucking mixer's fault. Wow. Well, yeah, well. There's two columns, all right? There's, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. That bass drum is yeah, that there's back, no forgiving yeah, that fucking the kick, bass. The kicks a bit out there. But. All right, well, we'll roll on question number two, boys. Uh, who is your favorite comedian or comedic actor? Oof. Oh, okay. mm. I'd go. Um, for me, it's probably Jim Jeffries at the moment, yeah. to be honest. Okay. We've yeah. had a few. We've, We've had, had a few. Yeah, yeah. JJ fans. Yeah. I, really yeah, I, love love I really love Lewis Spears, personally. Oh, um, yes. He's amazing. Have you seen him? No, yeah. I haven't seen any Lewis yeah, Spears. He's, no. a, he's a bit quiet at the moment. Yeah. Us, yeah, I love Lewis Spears, man. Fuck yeah. Very intense individual, that man. Loves loves a good bit of crowd <laughs> yeah. work. No, yeah. I appreciate that, man. He's great. What about you, Raf? I'd say Louis C.K. No, oh, yeah. classic. Virgil, bro. I fucking love him. And yeah, he's probably right. the one that me and my partner like quote the most to each other and just like laugh with each other about. So, uh, yeah, definitely Louis C.K. Easy go. Easy go. My early stand-up was very much influenced by Louis. Uh, he's my favourite comedian. When we when we asked each other these questions yeah. in like episode seven, uh, that's who I picked and I, I stand by it. Uh, masturbating in front of women. I'll fucking stand by him for that too. <laughs> Those chicks said yes at the time, all right? He, he did ask consent. Um, I'm going to get cancelled for that. Yeah, oh, fuck. Um, cancel culture still a thing, man. Yeah, yeah. It Lewis, is okay. All right. Fair, K. Enough. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, no, nah, he's a mate. His style of comedy, it just, just resonates with me. So it's just fucking hilarious, man. He's just yeah. great. And yeah, his two, his first two specials, Chewed Up and Shameless, are like probably my two favourite. Stand up, yeah, rewatch them time. forever. Oh, yeah, they're so good. I, so when funny. they when I first discovered them, like I watched it with every mate, family member that I could get <laughs> to watch it to the point of like being annoying. I was like, you have to, like, this is the funniest thing you'll ever see in your life. The, the only downside <laughs> of, of liking Louis CK that much is that, um, a lot of my favorite parts are a bit racist, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they all really what? these days when you look back, it's at a different time. There, he's older than time. fucking twenty years. Yeah, I was even like, we watched yeah. Russell, one of early Russell Peters, yeah. And even though he's Indian, the shit that right. he fucking oh, was saying. Yeah. Isn't trying to do that shit there. today. I think he still does, man. But like, not really? uh, not to the level. Not to the level. Le- nah, nah, nah. He's not sitting there like pointing out Lebanese and then going black people yeah. and then to yeah, yeah. just he like was, yeah, he was racism, my bro. Yeah, <laughs> legit, legit. He really was yeah, just with was. a brown face, just yeah. racism with a brown yeah. face. That was fucking hell. Do you want to hit him with question number three? Yeah, question number three. Uh, have you guys uh, meditated? What's your experience with meditation? Is it something you still do? Never done it? Hit me with it. Did a little bit in the past. It's something that I should probably get back into because when I did like 
a bit of meditation every morning. I feel that it helps. So yeah, yeah, I should probably go back into it. Yeah, that's like, why we like asking this question because quite often it's followed by people being like, you know what, I need to fucking do that again. So yeah, yeah. what about you, Scott? Nah, not at all. Nah, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Just well, sleep it off. One of the just things we talked just about. Just fucking sleep it off. Shame you're right. There's, there's a lot of um. There's like I guess a lot of people kind of think of meditation in like a in the way of like you know sitting with your legs crossed and you you know doing the fucking hums but what we've kind of discovered exercises and things like that as yeah, well. yeah that as well but yeah. even just like you know we were talking we were talking about mitch from dead skin and he was saying about like just uh he said he's never done it and then the more we talked about the question and he was like i'll quite often listen to a song and then just scream along to it and try and like match the scream of the the artist that he's listening to and just try and see if he's able to, to keep up with the the range of the screamer. And I was like, dude, that's that you, you at that moment, I, for me, meditation is anything where you can completely block out the noise of life. Right. So yeah. if you're focusing so hard on just being able to like <laughs> scream uh, along with a band, you're not thinking about that bill that's fucking due next week or how shit work's going to be tomorrow. So I think there are a lot of different like forms of meditation that aren't just like yeah, yogi. To... Yeah, I've never really thought about it that way in sense. A lot of people mm. do it without realizing either. There's a lot yeah. of things that are meditation, whether it's like going for a ten minute walk outside in the sun or like yeah, lying down with a cat next to you purring or like playing video games could be meditation yeah that's a big one man we say because i I play video games for that reason man because it allows if i'm focusing on shooting this motherfucker in the head i'm not thinking about the stress of life you know what i mean i'm concentrating on ending this motherfucker's yeah 100 like i think video games are possibly maybe even one of the biggest because i don't like because i I love pokemon like i fuck with pokemon so heavy (laughs) right that's why the gengar he picked that shit yeah i picked that shit out and like when i fucking get caught like well i know that in two weeks time when this new game comes out i'm going to be like lost for for weeks yeah months like and and it's almost like you sit there and you're 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 in a different world and like to me that's also meditation yeah fuck when you have some other shit when you have some other stuff going on in your life like having a shit time that's like a few hours when you're sitting down not thinking about that stuff and just yeah 100 percent, man definitely calling in sick to work when Pokemon. Yeah, he's he, he's so fucking you know, on it. Yeah, yeah. it, bro. That's that's what yeah. you want. See, yeah. you meditated. That's why we like this question because sometimes you realize, fuck yeah. yeah, I meditate my ass off. I didn't even realize. Yeah, it. I was about to say, <laughs> fucking playing games and meditating, man, I'm a fucking seasoned veteran. Yeah, yeah, definitely, bro. Definitely. I've been smashing Overwatch like so fucking hard since it came out. It's the most like pay to not pay to win but the most fucking sweaty like, as bullshit fucking shit. yeah uh like uh what do you call it money hungry pieces it's of shit premium vision blizzard of all time yeah and i'm just yeah. gobbling it up I'm you're copping the loot boxes yeah, fuck. dirty fucking corporate jizz down my throat <laughs> give it to me um all right question, question number, number four question number four what's uh one conspiracy theory you boys believe in that you think is uh you think is legit that's a very interesting oh. question. I feel like I actually have some, but I just can't remember what they are right now. Probably the one that sticks out to me is just nine eleven. Like, yeah, yeah, it's classic. But like, what actually happened? Like, I, I can't. I, I refuse to believe that it's just like happened how it did and how they kind of want you to believe, but. No idea what actually Jump yeah. back into the Spotify archives of wormholes, man. Yeah, we go very yeah. We've labelled we've labelled them all the conspiratorium, so yeah, they're easy so to find. If you wanna if you wanna get a bit fucked, put some tinfoil on the head and uh Get in a dark room and have a listen. Man. Get in a dark juicy. room. We actually had to stop doing them, man, because um, we got a cha- almost got a channel band. Hey, brother. Here we go. 
He doesn't have headphones. He doesn't have headphones. That's our bassist Ryan there. Yeah, he's joined the chat right at the end. Wait, is that that's the cap and tracksuit? That's the cap and tracksuit. Is it high vis? Yeah, cap and high vis. Is that cap and high vis? Oh, jeez, yeah. Fucking hell. That's what I was going to say before, actually. I was like, have you guys, uh, have you reached out to Kappa and try and do a merch collab? <laughs> do a collab, do a fucking cross The sedative Please. snaps, I will have my fucking, you can have everything trying. of my credit card if I can get some sedative snap pants with a Kappa logo on. <laughs> we are trying to work something out. It's, <laughs> it's, difficult, it's a very difficult line to tread because- I like, think Kappa is a good idea though. Yeah, yeah. that's a fucking tough idea. So, There's Scotty- like... mm. Go ahead. So, so Scotty- uh, any uh, conspiracy theories that you believe in? Look, nothing really comes to mind at the moment that I can think of. Um, <laughs> I'd have to have a bit of a think about it for a while, to be honest. So. Okay. All right. Um, well, we're going to have to... What other major ones are there? Oh, oh, man. Don't, don't, get us, don't get don't us started. Get us we, started don't, we really man. don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. <laughs> Actually, no, I have a great one. Okay. I have a great one. The Lavender Town Music Suicide fucking conspiracy. Oh. Oh yeah! I've heard about you. Do you know this one? I actually don't know this one. But the the original, the original, original Japanese version of Pokemon Red and Blue's Lavender Town music was uh, reportedly um, causing children to commit suicide when it was originally released. That's crazy. But it might have, it might have even been just after this reaction we did for you guys. We were talking about Lavender Town. Yeah, yeah. What was it? It's like the 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 sonic frequencies that it hit. That's crap. I didn't know that. Minds that caused them to fucking, uh, it drove them insane and, oh, and caused them to kill themselves. That's like wild. Real, real thing, if you look at it, I don't know how fucking, I don't, you know, it might not be real. Yeah, that's still, still fucking that's, uh, crazy. Oh, we, yeah, we, we, we were talking about that recently because how, about how creepy it is. Yeah. 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 Fucking, that's fucking the one we haven't mate. had before. And I'm no, I you, like that uh, one. I like a, that one. one. Um, hit, him, hit him with another one, my yep. man. Uh, next question, uh, one of my favorites. I always love asking this, boys. What is uh, what is a couple of things that you guys are grateful for today? I'm grateful for Persona 5 Royals on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? JRPG. Oh, Persona, oh, Persona 5. Yeah, what did I yeah, say? Yeah. No, I thought you said Persona 5 Royals. I was like, what oh, the sorry, fuck yeah. is that? I, I, is that pretty, Crooked Royal's sister band or what? <laughs> I have a pretty heavy fucking mumble speech impediment. No, that's all right. It's only five Royals, man. Yeah, yeah. Fucking I saw that nice. come out on Game Pass, but I haven't uh, yeah. been too busy playing Third Overwatch time. to check it out. I love JRPG. Did you ever play Eternal Sonata back in the day on Xbox 360? No, I did not, but I'm quite familiar with it, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. That's, that's one of my favorite JRPGs yeah. of all time. Absolutely loved it. Golden Even Sun, got an baby. Xbox 360 off my dad, an old chipped one. And dug that out. I've got it sitting yeah. at home, ready to plug in when I could be fucking. Fuck yeah, that's, that's how much sick. I love that. <laughs> boys, what about, what about you, boys? You? What are you grateful what for? What are you today? grateful for? Here we go, Scott. Uh, I mean, not to be all cringy, but I am pretty damn grateful to be in uh, sedative. To be honest, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, dude. That's sick. Um, that's like yeah, it's, yeah. I know, I know. But uh, the things that we do with uh yeah. some really good mates you know and yeah. and, and, and i'm sitting laughing yeah i told you i thought it was gonna be cringy but yeah oh, no, that's generally what i'm uh, cool shit man that's grateful cool for shit. can we just so, quickly ask yeah. then how because how, obviously we know that you first shows on a fucking tour 
Yeah. How, how, how do you, we know the rest of the history, but how do you fold into this mix? Where do you just, they saw your mow on the street and they're like, hey, yeah. you fucking yeah, they play just, guitar? Yeah, they saw the mow and it was a match made in heaven, as you said. But um, nah, so I think it was just sort of around the time they had a guitarist in, guitarist out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it was sort of looking like it was going to be a four pace for a little bit. But um, so Ryan's my best mate. So oh, there you that's go. kind of how it started. There's a reason that's that why I'm cutie. putting the camera on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Miss you. <laughs> um, but yeah. He's just like, what the so, fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, Ryan just kind of got me into it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah killer, Except for the tabs and off we go. But. It worked out really well too. I think sometimes when you bring in like a complete random, even if they're the most amazing guitarist or whatever, it can be a bit tough. So yeah. having yeah. Scott come in and kind of pour your DNA, it made things a lot easier. And he picked up everything on guitar super quickly. So throwing Fucking him into nice. the deep end and taking him over East for our tour. Um, was this a bit of a big set, but yeah, you smashed it. It's the it's oh, the Parkway awesome, Pie thing, right? Yeah. You know, off the yeah. DVD where they fucking get yeah, pie out to Europe. Yeah, um, fucking you get your mates. You'd rather your mates than some fucking dickhead who doesn't gel with you, you know, in the prac room and everything else as well. So that's always been a big thing for us, man. We'd always like, obviously been being in bands as long as we have. We'd always rather someone, well, not rather someone. We'd always. Oh, for someone that we gel with, yeah, get yep. along with. Like, especially touring as much as we are at the moment. You know, if you got a shit ton in the band, touring is not going to be a good time. You know what I mean? You need yeah. someone that's going to enjoy touring and enjoy touring with you. And we're very, we're very particular kinds of people. You know what I mean? So yeah. you don't gel with. We're not us just five guys in a band. You know, you'll see us quite regularly. You know, going out or going to local shows or whatever we'll all be together or yeah. you know yeah. fuck yeah man that's uh, what you're spending want. That's cool, and then again that shit that. shines through in your mixes it shines through in your stage presence it shines through at the merch table like you know you, you talk For about sure. trying to create an experience well you can't create an experience yeah, with five people with very different well, yeah. ideas well, yeah. and and you know that's divisions cool. and all of that kind of stuff you've got to be uh uh you know a collaborative unit both on and off the stage, out of, in and out of the recording studio, all of those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right, that really matters cool so as well. much. We we did most of it in a camper van. Like it was basically a four person. It was a high ass, yeah. Yeah, it's like no smaller shit. than a high ass. There were five of us, and wow. we slept most nights in that camper van. And yeah, that'd be a struggle if there was someone we didn't particularly like. Yeah, yeah. It helps yeah. out when we actually get along with everyone. Fuck, we fuck can be yeah. really, especially like this kind of night can be really fucking annoying. <laughs> if you don't get, you don't get along with us. Fucking around this shit to start. Yeah, why don't he come sit down and you put his finger in his mouth in about fucking two seconds after he sat down. So that, so, that probably you should tells us when you're trying to. You should hear us when you're trying to sleep. <laughs> so, Raf, what's uh, what's what's some things you're grateful for, and then we'll move on to the final question and we'll let you go. Uh, I'll be pretty quick and cringy as well. It's my girlfriend. Fucking oath, man. Biggest thing for me. We've been together for like nine years and Dude, the amount of amazing. shit of mine that she puts up with and 
the amount of stuff we do together is just amazing. So, yeah. uh, and you're, you've already been awesome, talking about man. embarking on fucking like international tours. So you got to have a yeah. you got to have a pretty good <laughs> ride or die for that shit if you're if you're about to take off and do that. So yeah, that's good, man. Nine years. Uh, that's that's, a, that's a serious stint. Amazing. All right. Yeah. Amazing. So am I am I the, the deliverer again? Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it this time. Yeah, because I've you, made yeah, you yeah. do it a lot lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've fucking done that. it for the last like five, yeah, five okay. episodes. So you, all right, you boys, do. this is the only thing that matters. The rest of the story, all of this shit about the band, no one actually gives a fuck, right? The this reason is the only one. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why we get people to tune in for an hour and a half <laughs> is because they want to know the answer to this question. And that is, would you rather fight a horse sized duck or a hundred oh. duck sized horses? I think a hundred duck-sized horses would be a bit of fun. Like, that's good. <laughs> yeah, like you'd enjoy that a lot more than the alternative. Like, you got them at a good height. You can just like kick them. Yeah. You can, uh, do some roundhousing and things like that. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. <laughs> you guys can do a song and get all in kappa track suits and fight a hundred duck-sized horses. <laughs> Fuck man, that shit's gonna go just. We'll put it in our intro. Dark Side Forces is the logical option. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Everyone's oh, got three from horse. three. Fuck you, dude. What? This guy wants to fight the, the other me. This dickhead. I'll fuck what? that big yeah. I'll You'd have to have a lot of stamina, up, up, bro. Ain't to keep shit. going against a hundred of them. Straight rear naked Fuzzy choke. Duck. The Aussie fuck, you know what I'm saying? You get <laughs> by that bad bitch. Nah, yeah. man, I'll be straight under those legs and then once it's down, I'm on this neck and it's like, that's game over. You're not heel hooking a fucking... You're not going to heel hook a fucking... I'm going to do a fucking Mortal Kombat, do a low leg sweep, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, Johnny fucking... Johnny Cage. Johnny Cringe over here. Johnny Cringe. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting quacked. We're getting quacked. Yeah, you're getting But the thing with that, that, the hundred duck size, uh, the, the hundred little horses is like, yeah, everyone's like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll kick him or kick him but there's a fucking hundred of them man he thinks he thinks there's a hundred of the them. tiny horses are going to form some sort if of you're like scared Megatron. if people are like oh i'm scared of fucking one duck i'm scared of one duck imagine like a horse right which is a lot more aggressive than a duck right and there's a hundred of them he's he's real defensive because yeah, i just got three from three in the tally and uh that's a fucking, but it's that's okay like eight foot that's like an eight foot duck you finna get those cheeks quacked, <laughs> nah, i'm fucking i'm doing the low sweep i'm coming from behind with a choke and that's it Game over, bros. dude I, i'm already the clip of the getting those cheeks quacked is fucking just that's the best uh, 100 and something episodes 50 of them we've asked that question no one said gonna get these. No one said getting your cheeks quacked. Not at all. Not, not with that kind of confidence. Well, boys, uh, look, we're fucking we're we're edging up to an hour forty. Uh, I just want to say a massive thank you for jumping on the pod, um, for all jumping in as well and uh, and giving us a, a massive chunk of your time. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I cannot wait for you boys to get down to Adelaide again. If you're if you're a beer drinker, I cannot wait to fucking neck back a couple of brewskis with you when you're 100%, down here. Hundred percent, we are, my bro. Early next year, hopefully, man. Fuck, Fuck yeah, no, dude. yeah, not well, long at all. Wormholes. Thank uh, you guys. Thank you guys so much for having us, really. No, it was a great chat, boys. Really appreciate your time. And we look forward to the next song. Yeah, yeah man. Like... Thank you so much. And shout out to Scott for, for sending us the message, man, as well. That's yeah. what, that's what uh, led us to, to find you boys. And, and obviously, now we're here. So shout out to coming across us and, and giving us a shout out as well, man. I appreciate it. Do you want to give us a little bit of a, a plug on your links? So where can people find you? Instagram, Sedative HC. Facebook, Sedative whatever i think it's odd because you know how hard it was to tag you motherfuckers trying to like i ended up finding out it's sedative oz 
I oh, is that was, why? Yeah, mm. I couldn't find, I couldn't find his either. Tree, but, uh, we've got a link tree where like everything is as well. Yeah. So yep. you can go there and check stuff out. And, YouTube, yeah. right? YouTube generally sedative band will bring us up. Okay. Yeah. Because sedative is quite an ambiguous word to put into yeah. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. man. All right. Well, Thank there you, you so go. Much, boys. Thank you very much. We'll let you start work now over there. It's fucking still early in the day for you, motherfuckers. <laughs> we got a jam now. Yeah. Oh wow. So you, oh wow, we've kept so now you're about to go start the Bro, band prep. This yeah. is about to be the quickest jam you've ever <laughs> Play one song on I'm fucking oh, going over. Well done. We're sorry, we're sorry for keeping you so long, but it's been a fucking it's been a blast, boys. We uh we oh, really, thanks for having us, man. Absolutely really appreciate it. it. Enjoy the rest of your night. We'll see you down here soon. Peace yeah. out.